0: Welcome to Coaching and
1: Cocktails, the podcast. Hi. Hi, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you? I feel like I just saw you two seconds ago.
1: I know. I feel like you always wear that shirt. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Little known fact uh, for Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast, in case you were wondering, and I'm Tina and that's Brandy, but we are... um, to try to get these back on a more regular basis, we're actually trying to record um, several at once. So maybe sometimes the conversation in the beginning will be weird because we literally <laughs> just stop talking and stop recording and then we hit record again. So here we are <laughs> wearing the same here clothes we are. that we we're wearing. But <clears throat> on that note, in the last podcast, we actually started to touch up, we talked about self-sabotage, but in the very last like, um bit of the conversation we started talking about stress
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it reminded me that I had put a note on my notepad here next to me that that was another topic I wanted to talk about and stress and or the perception of said stress mm-hmm. and what 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 is really stressing
1: <laughs> you yep.
0: out, um and why why do some people with very high stress lives never actually seem stressed
1: right Right. I mean, I would say dealing with the perception of stress, that's one of the things I probably spend most of my time doing quite honestly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I start working with a new client and I immediately dig into like their, what's going on in their life and their stress. And I explain to them, listen, we have to deal with this first because if you are in mental la-la land, 90% of the time, it does not matter what programming I give you, you are not going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you are coming at me every week with, you know, huffing and puffing about this thing happened and that thing happened and Oh my God. and uh, blah, 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 That's a signal to me as a coach, like, you're not going to be able to execute much by way of training mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. nutrition, you know, strategies. So that's why as a coach, Dealing with stress or the perception of stress is critical. It's critical. It's the first step in clearing the way to be able to actually train an athlete. And I, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, we've, we've done a couple others on stress and, you know, there's, first of all, it's a gigantic buzzword in our society and it makes me crazy, but there's also different kinds of stress. And we I mean, I use these all the time. You probably do too. That there's your know, crisis or situational stress, right? Like you lost your job, your husband broke his leg, your kids have chicken pox. That's a stressor, got it. This is something that's going to happen. We're going to deal with it. life is going to go on. And then there's the chronic, either people who chronically have crises or just chronic low level stress because your lifestyle is not one that's melding with your your mental capacity or your emotional capacity. Mm -hmm. So,
0: yeah. So to add to that, um, not to cut you off, did you want to finish?
1: mm -mm. No, I was done.
0: So I think, yeah, stress is definitely a buzzword. There are times that I wish I didn't actually have a section on the check-in form about stress because I feel like it just gives people uh, another reason to stress over their stress. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's not stress in and of itself, that is killing people and their goals. It is your perception of what is stressful, mm-hmm. right? And if if you have let your led yourself to believe that literally every situation you encounter on a daily basis, from getting your morning coffee to driving to work to picking up your kids, to if you perceive your entire day as stressful, then you're gonna walk around fucking stressed all the time. Right. Yep. And that's miserable. Right. Yep. But if you, if, if you change your perception, right. Yeah. Is it stressful for me to get up in the morning? Yes. You and I just had this conversation. I know it's stressful <laughs> for you to get up in the morning because I'm really fucking tired and I don't want to get up. Right. Right. Is, is it stressful for me that my dogs are aging and one of them wants to bang on my door at 11 o'clock at night with his big giant bare feet and come in? Yes. But this is, these are just, this is just life shit, right? These are cho- the choices I made. We have dogs, they're older. I get up early in the morning. Sometimes the dogs don't sleep through the night. You have kids, choice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get you up in the middle of the night, not anymore because they're older, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like we, there are these life choices that we make. This is just life. Life yep. things should not be the, be perceived as stressful right? Normal life shit. Losing your job, not normal life shit. That's right. stress. That is acute stress, right? Moving, like, like you said, moving, stressful, changing jobs, stressful, getting, car getting accident, the stressful, health, um,
1: health crisis, stressing
0: An event even, right? Like something yeah, out sure. of the norm, right? <clears> that <throat> That is stress. And, but if you're, if, if you're running around in your, in your daily life, feeling anxious and stressed all day because of daily life things, especially if you're busy by design because Mm -hmm. you made yourself busy, that especially, right? Mm -hmm. If you chose, I have a client uh, recently who chose to like plan all this stuff and do all these things. And I was like, well, first of all, you made the choice to plan this big giant party that is supposed to be fun mm-hmm. so if this party is supposed to be fun why are you stressing over all the planning of it you really so again we've got to work on your perception of what it is that is stressful does it make you a little bit busier and throw like some other busyness because she, she even um she even mentioned that her friends because her friends commented were like we're well, not even fun to go out with anymore because all you do is stress about going out, <laughs> like, <it's laughs> like, right? Like I, how how this is gonna how how this is gonna work. And I'll use I'll use an example from myself that I realized um, another epiphany I had in the last um, I don't know last couple of months or so. I realized anytime I would like plan to go out, like we were getting ready to go to concert, right, or when we were getting ready to to fly to Montana. I knew it was gonna be a long ass fucking day of travel, and I found myself stressing I was making myself so tired and stressed about how tired and stressed I was going to be about the travel mm-hmm. but I was expending so much energy before I ever even got you know got up at two o'clock that morning or made it to the airport like that's wasted energy what the fuck is that for there is no point so I realized it was like this like epiphany one day I was like whoa and then we had a concert to go to like when we got back I was like I am no longer going to spend the weeks and months leading up to this event or whatever it is that I'm going to lose sleep. I made the choice to get concert tickets. Concerts go late. I'm going to be up past my bedtime, but I would always stress myself out about how much sleep, how tired I was going to be because I was going to lose all this sleep. And I I was like, I was like, no more. Yes. I'm going to be tired. Yes. I'm going to lose sleep. It's going to be stressful, but I'm not going to stress myself out in advance. I'm going to stop making myself tired and stressed in advance of something I don't even know. And and you know what? And yeah, I was tired the next day. But when you don't when you don't make yourself more tired and stressed because because of it, it's not nearly as bad. Then you just accept I'm going to be tired the next day. What do you fucking do?
1: Well, and I, I think there's this weird thing in our culture that there's some sort of a belief that you're never supposed to be uncomfortable or have any sort of discomfort or have any sort of strain or stress on yourself mentally or physically or whatever <clears throat> so the slightest anything becomes this quote-unquote stress mm-hmm. right I'm so stressed out. like I had this is actually I'm not going to say who this isn't somebody in my life who one day kept sending me text messages about how stressed out she is I'm so stressed out I'm so stressed out well and i typically don't acknowledge it right just cuz my own bias like i don't i don't like that word i don't like to feed into it so i finally was like okay i'll take the bait what's going on so she was so stressed out because there were people at her house cleaning her windows and she didn't know what to make for dinner and that no full story like that's the whole story and if that's you could one. see me
0: right now i just have this sort of like head cocked to the side i'm just like okay
1: and right, right. And so i'm like okay All right, got it, got it that maybe that hit your stress threshold, right? Or you're using the word stress wrong, or whatever. But I think more people than they realize kind of walk around in that sort of mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Unless my entire day was puppy dogs and rainbows, Mm -hmm. then I am this victim of stress.
0: Yes, a hundred percent. I think you really hit the nail on the head with that. And that again is. So you hit the nail on the head with we're in this culture of like, I'm not supposed to ever feel uncomfortable. And I, and this uncomfortable feeling must be stress mm-hmm. because this is something out of my routine or whatever routine I've made. It's a pain in the ass. Sure. Life's a pain in the ass.
1: Pain in the dick. I don't want to do it. That doesn't mean it's
0: stress. <laughs> right. But then, it, then we get back to, it's the perception of stress, not stress. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the perception of what is stressful and what a stressor is. Right. Now, real stress, right, because, you know, we do talk about the physical stressors we put on our bodies, right, environmental stressors we put on our bodies, you know, air quality is a stressor on our bodies, right, the type of training we do, so those are are like real stressors that nobody ever seems to bother to acknowledge, Mm -hmm. right, but everybody wants to talk about, like, how stressful my life is because there's people cleaning my windows and I don't know what to cook for dinner, and that, I cannot... I cannot think of a better example than that, but that's exactly what it is.
1: Yeah. I mean, and by the text messages I was getting from her, I'm like, okay, well, clearly she just got a cancer diagnosis or, you know, something catastrophic happened. Mm -hmm. Literally that was it. One thing I do with clients, again, having done this so many years and dealing with this often is now if I have a client who. And oftentimes, like, it's right off the bat, right? People want to qualify what happened this week based on the stressors that happened. All these things happened, so these were my results. I don't get into the, nits, the nitty-gritty of, you know, I'm sure cleaning the windows was very hard. Like, I don't get into that more so now. The responsibility is back on, okay, you had a lot of perceived stress this week fact it negatively impacted your ability to perform fact what are you going to do about it
0: yeah exactly instead That'd of say. this
1: you know i feel like often stress is used as some sort of get out of free card right
0: mm-hmm.
1: well, i'm stressed therefore fill in the blank therefore, well and they
0: want you to validate right they want us to validate that these stressors made it okay for them to not reach their goals this
1: week Right. And those two things in my mind as a coach are completely unrelated, right? You had stress in your life. Now I'm not the one to judge if something that happened in your life meets the threshold of stress or not, like you said, because it's a matter of perception. Mm -hmm. What could be horribly stressful to me might not phase you or vice versa or whatever, but they have to be looked at as often as two separate situations stress is you are having a mental, emotional reaction to things, Mm -hmm. right? Because you can be very stressed out and nothing physically changed, right? Right. That's also where you get into anxiety a little bit too. But those things have to be disconnected, I think when you're coaching for the most part, Mm -hmm. except for like you said, I don't want to say actual life crises, but life crises, right? If a client had a medical problem, a family member had some sort of significant thing, you know, you're moving, that is different, right? Those are different things that are going to affect your time and your physical ability and your mental space. Kind of the chronic, you know, my boss is a dick, my dog's sick. I stubbed my toe. I'm overscheduled. I as a coach cannot factor that into your training or we will never get anywhere. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Right, <clears throat> no, no, you're you're one hundred percent correct. and It's actually as you're kind of talking about those things, i can I can actually visualize my client check-ins and the clients that make the most progress literally only list major stressors, like those like right, the the critical life things that you just yeah. kind of talked about, right, like. <laughs> you know my kid ended up in the hospital I had a death in the family I had a car accident like those are like this really kind of and then my whole week got thrown off because I don't have a car and whatever okay yeah got that right And, and then but then there also isn't a list of excuses it's just like this happened this happened and you know whatever the ones that list a paragraph or two of the stressors and I'm not saying that it's it's bad to do that because I, I do ask my clients to give me a lot of information, right? So so maybe it's, it's me because I, I do ask for it. But I think there is a correlation <clears throat> in what I, the amount of things listed consistently in that stress category, not once or twice, the weekly stress category equates to how a client perceives stress, how a client handles stress how a client actually manages to reach their goals or not, because if what I think I I'm seeing as I'm just sort of visualizing check-ins and like what is happening over the course of time is again, kind of what we talked about in the last podcast, these self-sabotaging reasons why I can't quite meet my goals. Right. Because Mm -hmm. I have all these other things versus the people who are just like, well, a, B, and C happened. Sort of fucked off because of A, B, and C happened, or I didn't, or I, I just did it right, and 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 then I moved on and I kept going. There is a correlation there, and successful oh, yeah. clients and clients who aren't as successful, or 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 rather, aren't making uh, progress as quickly towards the goals, um, based on that.
1: Yeah, definitely a correlation. I, I mean, a hundred thousand percent. And just this concept, I my personal pet peeve is I hate acting. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to say this correctly. I hate people feeling like they're victims of stress and don't have any control over the situation. Yes, one. Um, because I'm not going to act like, and I mean, listen, you could call me out if I was lying about it. I'm not going to act like I don't get myself in a shit ton of stressful situations, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm, I'm somebody who's willing to put myself out there, right? Like I'll try new things. I'll sign up for this. I'll do that. Well, as part of that, I get myself in plenty of situations that are super stressful. Once I start to realize, all right, this situation is more suck than fun. It's mm-hmm. starting to impact other areas of my life. It's starting to consume my mental process. It's starting to make me feel worn down. Once I start to realize these things and process these things, sometimes I, you have two choices at that point, either you have to get yourself out of the situation, Mm -hmm. which is okay. And Mm -hmm. I've done it on some big things in recent years, right? Big commitments that I had to say, like, listen, this isn't going to work out after all. I'm really sorry. And Mm -hmm. This it's just not going to work out, and walk away. So walk away is one option, right? Walk away from commitments, overscheduling, whatever you name it. If that's not possible, like you can't leave your kids, most likely. So you have to find a different way to think about <laughs> it, right? Well, yeah, I mean, you threw your, you threw yours out, and it seems to be working. I didn't but. throw him out.
0: <laughs> Mine left voluntarily, but I was I was thinking further further back in life of right other parents who. Didn't seem to be at all stressed about their children. Yeah. If you find yourself
1: not stressed <laughs> about your kids at all,
0: that's a separate
1: problem.
0: All right. We'll get into that. That's a whole other topic. That's,
1: yeah, That's a different podcast, but yeah. So your choices are change your situation or change the way you think about it. Yes. Marinating it. in it and making it ruin your life. That's not
0: an option. That's it. Change your situation or change the way you perceive it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. I mean, that's really, if you don't like, if
0: you don't like the story you're telling yourself, turn the page.
1: Yeah. Cause you know, and you know, sometimes it's kind of interesting. I mean, sometimes I'll do it to you. I did in the beginning before we started recording, I'm stressed. I'm going to use the word I'm stressed out about an event happening these next two days and I've got myself worked in knots. So then I told you the whole story. And even when sometimes when you're even just telling the story out loud to somebody on with an unvested interest, sometimes that's enough to alleviate some stress because it kind of sometimes sounds stupid coming out your mouth, right? Like, I'm like, Oh, this, this thing sounds so horrible. And as you're telling the story, you're like, Oh, it actually sounds stupider out loud. So
0: it's not. So I, in this particular situation, it's not, it's not stupid But I think in telling it, you realize that you put yourself in that situation, right? Uh, right. So the stress is completely self-generated because of a mistake you made. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And now you're dealing with the consequences of said actions. Um, And so I think, but again, I think in a situation like that, and I'm not telling you to not be stressed because I also would be stressed about that because it's whatever, but more because you did it to yourself because you're mad (laughs) that you didn't use your tools, didn't use your words properly. Um, And then you ended up in this situation. Um, And so, yes, you're mad at yourself, but is it really stressful? No. And and if you did it to yourself, then it's one of those things where I'm like, well, then you might as well just say, all right, well, it is what it is. And here we go.
1: Right. And that's the way I have to approach it, right? Because I was getting myself all worked up the last two, three days about it. And it was starting to, like, I went on a run today and it was kind of garbage because I'm thinking about it the whole time. And then after, you know, saying the whole thing out loud earlier, I'm like, all right, well, I either have to say I'm not going to do it, which would be emotionally, too emotionally painful, or I have to shut the fuck up and do it. There's my choice. That's it. That's the whole story.
0: And I do that to myself when I commit to things and then regret that I committed to something and then I'm like stressing over like oh my god Mm -hmm. and then I'm like wait like I'm either get out of this either get out of it say you're not going or Mm -hmm. whatever it is or shut the fuck up about it like that's conversation I have in my head so we're either doing it or we're not doing it but we're not gonna sit here and fucking ruminate over it you know for forever amen like the same thing with like oh I'm gonna be so tired going to this concert nobody fucking made me get concert tickets right
1: (laughs) so what am
0: i stressing over right Right. like you know oh i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a big party well
1: nobody made me throw
0: a big party this was my choice i want to throw a big party so should i have stress i mean is it stressful to throw a party sure but this the perception of how stressful that is is all on the individual right and so and
1: how much you let that affect your life right exactly because that's where it matters like again we're not therapists So if you have stress and anxiety, don't come to me. I can't help you, right? Go find a licensed mental health professional. However, where it does impact what I'm doing is if you are constantly a hot mess, I am never going to get athletic performance out of you. Right. That is why it matters to me. I'm not here to judge your life decisions. I don't care. But if every week they are in the way of us making progress. We have to address them. Right. No, you're 100%. a hundred percent.
0: You are spot on with that. Spot on. Spot on. So more things to noodle over. To noodle over. That's your word. Noodle. over. And I started using noodle it. Noodle on it. Noodle he, on it. <laughs> yeah. I think you used it in an email months and months ago. You said you were noodling on something. And I was like, I love that word mm-hmm. so much. And then I just started using it. It's like I'm gonna noodle over this. I'm gonna noodle. I gotta
1: go noodle right. I'm gonna go
0: noodle over this real quick. So noodle over those those things and really consider if uh, you have real stress or your it's your perception of what is stress and uh, how and. how it's impacting what you're trying to do, right? Whatever goals you're setting for yourself and just your quality of life. Your
1: quality of Jesus, life, life It's
0: a life suck to stress over everything. It is and such a life not, suck. And it's not, not
1: necessary. Not necessary, so, it's not productive. <laughs> we haven't done any recommendations since we've been back, but I have two podcasts on this topic alone, because I'm not going to act like I don't go down rabbit holes on oh, like course. stress or whatever. But two podcasts that I routinely kind of turn to one is Jay Sheedy, who most people probably have heard of. Oh, I he, love
0: him. Love him. Yeah, he's him. A,
1: a former monk, um, yep. longer a monk. Now he's, I guess, just a an influencer. I don't know. Yeah. But <clears throat> he has a lot of amazing content on stress, anxiety, all sorts of topics, right? Like today I was listening to a topic on jealousy, like what's jealousy? Why do we have it? How do you manage it? So the J on purpose is his podcast. I I love his, I highly recommend, love his podcast. He's really good. And then the other one who I'm guessing you listen to as well is Jay Huberman or Dr. Huberman. Mm -mm. Huberman? Huberman? No, Um, I don't know that one. And actually I don't know that his first name's Jay. I might've made that up, but it's called Huberman, Huberman lab. Um, okay. Don't know that one. It is very good. Now I will say his podcasts are very long, but they're, sci- they're very science, scientifically driven. Like he did probably 20 hours just drilling in on sleep from oh. like a scientific perspective. And he has great, um, in fact, you would love it. Cause it's all about, he's a brain doctor i think he's a psychologist the neuro,
0: neuroscience stuff I, yeah all the- and that's
1: his specialty i don't know if he's an md or phd but everything is basically changing your brain and how your brain impacts absolutely all of this so and
0: yes, maybe that's a, the fun. name sounds familiar so maybe i have read some of his stuff but i haven't listened to the Probably podcast best. so i'll definitely check they're, it out they're
1: very long podcasts but they're so there's so much of like a master class on these topics. So you know, those are I my two
0: recommendations. Neuroscience. I like to play a neuroscientist. Yeah, you would fascinated like fascinated by the human brain.
1: Yes, you would. You would like those a lot. And he deals with these topics on a scientific level of like actually when you are having extreme amounts of stress, perceived stress. Like here are the things that actually change from a scientific level mm-hmm. and how you can change your brain. Mm-hmm um anyway super fascinating yes,
0: 100 so. i love changing the brain i like breaking things down um not to go off on another tangent but i as a coach i like to break things down on that level because if you take the emotion out of it right and just make it like well here's what's actually happening in your brain especially when we're talking about like rewiring the brain for from old habits to new habits right like something as simple as that my old habit is my old go-to is to snack when I'm stressed and my new and building new habits, right? Like this is, these are literal neural pathways in your brain that are embedded and, and have been there for years. And, but it's, we take the emotion out of like, well, I can't cause I'm bad. And I'm, I'm just, a, this is who I am. And just say, no, that's just how your brain is wired. But oh, by the way, neuroscience says you could totally rewire
1: that Absolutely. shit, right? Like
0: you put in the work and you can rewire it. And that's what I think is so cool. And t- when you take the emotion and the, I just can't, cause I suck out of it. And right. no, you're just literally not putting in the work to rewire your brain to make it different Then I think right. it. You know, resonates with people. But anyway, yeah, I love it. Yeah, okay, tons yeah, of totally gonna listen, to to check that, that one out. Awesome okay. sauce. Okay, so uh, I think that's it for uh, stress and the perception of stress today. Anything else? Nope. Okay, and don't get weird. Use your head. It'll all be okay. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to Coaching and Cocktails, the podcast. Be sure to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you like to stream your favorites. Bye.